Shalom to all. Today's half is again Daf Chavtes. We are starting Chavtes Amr Beis, the bottom line with the words Ikad Amri Amr Rabbi Yosef. And today's Daf is sponsored Leila Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Bas Rabbi Yaakov Moshe. Her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And Leila Nishmas Rabbi Chamil Mardechai Ben Rabchaim. His Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now the Mishnah taught that if a man was being yelled to the Harig, being brought out to be killed, but we didn't witness it, we have to place on his wife Chomros Chaim and Mesim as if he's still alive and also as if he's dead. Which means if she's a Bas Kain and he's Israel, we have to assume that he's still alive and she's not allowed to go back to her father's house to eat. Truma. Whereas if she's a Bas Yisrael married to a Kayin, we have to assume that he's dead and she's not going to continue eating Truma. Now, Yosef was quoted commenting on this that it was referring to a Jewish Bazdin because even after it was Paskin that a man must be killed, any Yitzchos in his favor will overturn that. And therefore, there's a possibility that they didn't kill him. However, Gaisha Bazdin is different. Once they pass a death sentence, it's carried out, no changing it. Now, Abai asked on this and a discussion ensued, and now we're going to have a different version of Rav Yosef's Memra. So, Gemara says, Ekidamri, some say, Amr Yosef, that Rav Yosef said, This is only said in a Gaisha Bazdin. Yisrael, but when we're dealing with a Yiddish Abazin, once his din was passed and that he's going to be killed, they will kill him and they're not going to turn it around, which means that it's very rare to find this chus for him. Once there's a psak din that he's supposed to be killed in a Jewish Bezdin, we can assume that he's killed. What do you mean? Even in a Yiddish Abazin, it's possible they found this chus for him. So the answer is that no. When is it they're usually going to find this chus for him? Before there's a Gemar din. After there was already Gemar din, they're probably not going to find this chos for him. The Gemara suggests, let's say this is a raya, and this was something that was brought up yesterday. Anytime we have two Edim, and they say, we give Edis about this person, let's call him Ruvain, that he had a Gemardin in that Bezdin, and the Gemardin is that he has to be killed. And these people were Edim about him. That fellow Ruvain, who's still alive, has to be killed. So we see from here the ones who are in the Yiddish Bezdin, we assume that it's not turned around, and therefore we're going to kill this person, Ruvain, who hasn't been killed yet. Sigmar says, no, don't Bayrach Shani. Maybe the case of Bayrach, of a person running away, is different. This fellow Ruvain ran away from that Bezin the Paskin against him, so it's in that case that we'll assume that the din wasn't turned around. But in another scenario, maybe the din will be turned around. So we don't have a ride from there. The Gemara continues. Tashma, we have another attempted raya. Shalom Bezin Shal Yisrael. Let's say someone heard from a Yiddish Bezin. Shalhiu Imrim. They were saying Ish plani Mace, Ish plani Nerag. That that fellow died or that fellow was killed. Yes, we Ish died. That man's wife is allowed to get remarried. But when we come to recent Shal Avdi Chavim, if you heard from Gaisha executioners, Ish plani Mace, Ish plani Nerag, that that fellow died or was killed. Al Yes, we Ish died. This man's wife is not allowed to get remarried. Now my Mace, my Nerag. What does it mean that this fellow died or was killed? Elim, if you want to say Mace Mamish from Nerag Mamish, that he actually died or was killed. The Chavasei Gabei Avdi Chavim, and that means that the corresponding case. By Gaim is the same thing that the Gaisha executioners are saying that the fellow actually died or was killed. Why in the case when the Gaisha executioners are saying that she's not allowed to get remarried? We already know. That anytime a guy relates something just in a casual way, that's what Mesechfi Tumai is. That this guy was just casually remarking that the fellow died. We could believe the guy. So why would this fellow's wife not allowed to get remarried in this scenario? It must be the Mace. Then when we say over here that he heard from the Bezdin that the fellow died or was killed, it doesn't mean that he actually died or was killed. It means that he was going to die or that he was going to be killed. Vikatani, and what does it say? That if this was heard from Yiddish Abazdin, that this person's wife is allowed to get remarried. We see from here very clearly that once there's a psak and a Yiddish Abazdin, it's not going to be turned over and we can assume that the person was killed. Arrive for Rav Yasef. The Gemara says, no. Really, we could be talking about a case where the fellow actually died or he actually was killed, and you're going to say the corresponding case where we heard such a thing from God 
Gaisha executioners, why is she not allowed to get remarried? But it's already been established. Anytime a guy is going to relate something casually so we can believe him, so why would we not believe these Gaisha executioners when they say that the fellow was killed? That's only something they don't have a connection to. But something they do have a connection to, perhaps they're going to say something and keep to their Sheker. And over here, they're connected to it. Where do we hear this from? Gaisha executioners. And it's very likely that these people would say, oh, we killed this fellow. Even though they didn't actually kill him, they just paskin that he has to be killed. But for them, they're shaykh to this, which means they're connected to it. They feel good about it. They feel chashov that they paskin this fellow is supposed to be killed. So they might actually lie and say that they killed him, even though they didn't kill him. And therefore, this case is not a riot for Rabbi Yosef either. And moving on to another Mishnah. Mishnah tells us, Hamevi get by Yisrael. A person's bringing get in Eretz Yisrael, so he's a shliach for a get. V'chalani got sick. He's lied to send the get with somebody else. He doesn't have to appoint this new shliach in Bezdin because he doesn't have to say as we're going to see a little bit later on. All he has to do is just give him the get to be the shliach instead of him. However, if the husband had told the shliach, when you give the get to my wife, take a certain chifetz from her. For example, the guy says she has my pocket watch, so make sure she gives you the pocket watch back. Then the shliach, even though he got sick, he's not allowed to send it with somebody else because the husband clearly doesn't want his pikadon, his pocket watch in our example, to be with a different shliach. He wants to be with the shliach that he appointed. Now Rav Kahn, Rav Kahn comments on our Mishnah, that we're talking about a scenario where the fellow got sick, meaning the shliach, let's call the shliach Ruven, Ruven got sick, and therefore he he's allowed to point another shleich in his stead. The Gemara asks, Pshita, that's obvious. Chalaktani, the Mishnah says very clearly that he got sick. So what's Rav Kahn is saying? So the Gemara answers, Rav Kahn is trying to emphasize, Malditami, you might have thought, Hu adin afakav deloi chala, the Ruven the shleich would be allowed to appoint another shleich even if he didn't get sick. Vahadiktani chala, and the only reason why the Mishnah says that he got sick is Orcha de Milsakatani. It's because that's the normal reason why Ruven would point another shleich. But even if Ruven didn't get sick, you might think that he's allowed to appoint another shleich. Kamashmon, the Chedesh is that Ruven's only allowed to appoint another shleich if he got sick. But if he didn't get sick, he's not allowed to point another shleich in his stead. The Gemara asks, hold on one second, hey, dummy, what's the scenario? If the husband had told Ruvain, take the get, even if Ruvain didn't get sick, he could appoint another shleich in his stead. And if the husband had told him, that you, Ruvain, should bring the get, even if he got sick, he's not allowed to point another shleich in his stead. And if we hold like Roshim and Gamliel, even if Ruvain got sick, he's not allowed to point another shleich in his stead. And where do we get this from? The Tanya, we have a bride, so let's say a person told the shleich Ruvain, Bring this get to my wife. Reuven is allowed to send it with somebody else. But let's say the husband told Reuven, You should bring this get to my wife. He's not allowed to send it with somebody else. And Reb Shimon Gamliel says, It doesn't make difference what the husband told him. The shliach is not allowed to point his own shliach in his stead. So his brasa clearly corroborates what we had just said. So what's our Mishnah talking about? So the Gemara answer is no problem. Either you could say, that our Mishnah is talking about a case where he told him, just bring the get, and it happens to be that Reuven got sick, and that's why he's sending the get with somebody else. Alternatively, you could say, what's our Mishnah talking about, where he told him, you have to bring the get, and usually, when he says you have to bring the get, Reuven's not allowed to point a different shliach in his stead, as the Brisa says. However, in the case where he got sick, it's different, and he is allowed to point another shliach. Alternatively, you could say, our Mishnah is and also, in the case of getting sick, that's different. Now, we continue with this tonight, our Mishnah says, I may get Baruch Yisrael. If a person's bringing get in Eretz Yisrael, v'chol and he gets sick, he's allowed to send it with somebody else. Ask the Gemara for a minu. If a husband told two people to new get leishti, give a get to my wife, or he told three people. 
kiss vaget utenula ishti, write again and give it to my wife. Hare elu, in both of these cases of two and three people, yichtavu v'yitnu, the people that were told have to write the get because they're never given one, and then they have to hand over the get to the wife. Now, what do we learn from here? Inhu in avoshliach loy, they have to write it and give it, and they're not allowed to appoint a shliach over. So we see that a shliach is not allowed to appoint a different shliach in his stead. So I'm Rabbi Abai answers, there's no stira. Ha, sometime am I over there? Why is it that they have to write it and they have to give it, and they're not allowed to appoint a shliach in their stead? Mishum bizayin debal, because this would bring about an embarrassment to the husband if they did appoint someone instead of them, because really, a husband should be writing the get on his own, and it's embarrassing for him that he has to tell other people to write it because he clearly doesn't know how to write it himself. So that's why they're not allowed to appoint another shliach, because that's going to bring about an embarrassment for the husband. But hach, over here in our Mishnah, Baalai Kapid, the husband's not Makbid, he doesn't really care who brings the get to his wife, he told Ruven, I want you to bring it to my wife, but for all he cares, Shimon could do it as well, he just wants the get to be handed to his wife. Whereas Rav Alma Rav gives a different answer, Mishum Demili Nenhu, that's because these are just words, Umili Lemimser and Lashliach, words can't be given over to a different Shliach. When the husband told these people, give this get to my wife, which means they have to write it and give it over, those are simply words. He didn't give them anything physical, he didn't hand them a get to give over to his wife, so they can't take these words that the husband had told them and transfer those words to somebody else. But in our Mishnah, we're talking about a husband that handed a physical get to a Shliach to hand over to his wife, so that Shliach is allowed to point a different Shliach. The Gemara asked Mabinah, what's the difference between Abai and Rava? In the difference would be Shliach Matana. If a person appointed two people to write a Shtar Matana for him and give it over to somebody, so according to Bayah, the reason why these two fellows, if they were appointed to write a get, are not allowed to ask somebody else to do it, is because the husband's going to be embarrassed. Over here, the fellow won't be embarrassed. There's no din that a fellow has to write his own Shtar Matana, whereas according to Rava, that Mili Lamemster and Shliach, you can't just give over words to another Shliach, so they would not be able to appoint somebody else to write that Shtar for them. And who plucked it to Rav Shmuel, this is the same Achlekes as Rav and Shmuel. Rav our Matana ain't get, Shmuel our Matana harei kiget. Rav says that Matana is like a get, and Shmuel says that Matana is not like a get. And we continue explaining the Mishnah of him, Amr Lai If the husband had told Ruvain, our Shliach, take something back from the wife for me, so then Ruvain is not allowed to appoint a different Shliach. Now, Amr Shalakesh comments, Kanshan Rebbe, over here, Rebbe's teaching us, Ein Hashel Rashail Hashel, a borrower is not allowed to lend out the item that he borrowed, and someone who rented something is not allowed to rent it to somebody else. In other words, the Mishnah is telling us that when Ruvain was told to receive an item from the woman, the reason why Ruvain is not allowed to appoint another shliach in his stead is because simply he's not allowed to do that. The same way, if you borrow an item, you're not allowed to lend it to somebody else. But if he happened to have done it anyway, it's still going to be a valid get. It's not like the shlichus on the get is not valid. However, this halacha is even known by children, so there's no reason for the Mishnah to be telling us that. It must be that there's a greater chedesh in the Mishnah. And this is the chedesh. It's possible that if Reuven appoints another shliach, it's not even going to be a valid get. Why would that be? Because if the husband told Reuven the shliach, only divorce her in the house, which means the main floor of the house. But Ruvain divorced her in the upper level of the house. Or let's say the husband told Ruvain, only divorce her with your right hand, and he divorced her with the left hand, and in that scenario, the get wouldn't even be valid. And we continue clarifying. Everyone agrees that if she went out to greet the shliach, and she gave him this item, and then she took her get from the shliach, everyone agrees that this is a valid get, even if Ruvain had appointed a different shliach to do this, as long as the shliach carried out his shlichos, which he clearly did in this scenario, everyone, both her shlakesh and her b'yechanan would agree that it's a valid get. Ki pligi, what's all machlaikas? Hechad amr le, where the husband told Ruven the shliach, chavta sam bezantap, shkol minach hefet, take this item from her, v'hadar hav lagita, and then give her the get. Vazal iyu, and Ruven went, v'yav lagita, and he first gave her the get, v'hadar shakol minach hefet, and then he took the item from her. So b'yechanan paisel bai, b'yechanan paisels this scenario, meaning he says the get's paisel, even when Ruven himself did it, and for sure, if Ruben had appointed a different shliach,
Shaykh to do this. It's not valid. And according to Rabbi Yechon, and that's what's being taught in our Mishnah, that Ruvain's not allowed to point another Shaykh in this scenario because a husband is very makbid precisely how the get is supposed to be given, namely only after receiving the object, not beforehand. And there's a fear that Ruvain's either not going to share that with the Shaykh properly or the Shaykh's not going to do it. So therefore, it wouldn't even be a valid get. Whereas Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish would still be Maksha the get, even if the Shaykh's Shaykh did this, but Kosh can buy. And for sure, if the Shaykh himself did this, namely, even though it was done out of order, it's still a kosher get. And now to another Mishnah, continue to talk about one shliach making another one. Hamevi get medina sayam, someone's bringing a get from chutzl arts, v'chalani gets sick. So he's not able to complete his shlichas. Oysa shliach of bezin, another shliach is made in bezin, umeshalchai, and he's sent off, is that the first shliach hands the get over in the presence of bezin, v'arm lifneim, and he says in front of them, b'fani nechtav, u'b'fani nechtam. Now v'ain shliach achro, and sarch shiyam, b'fani nechtav, b'fani nechtam, the last shliach doesn't have to say b'fani nechtav, b'fani nechtam, el ha'aymer shliach bezani. All he has to say is am shliach of bezin. First of all, he can't say b'fani nechtav, b'fani nechtam, because it wasn't written inside in front of him. And the only reason why he has to say that I'm shliach of Bezdin is because we assume that if Bezdin is sending him, it must be that the get was done properly. And that's the way that a shliach from Chutzlarts is able to appoint another shliach. Now the Gemara tells us, Amrlei Rabbanon Lavimi Breed Rabbavo. The Rabbanon told Avimi, the son of Rabbavo, the following, Be'emi name Rabbavo, please ask the following question of Rabbavo, your father. Shliach to shliach, mashvi shliach, oiloi. Is the shliach of the shliach allowed to appoint another shliach? Meaning, are we allowed to have a third shliach in the chain? Or are we only allowed to have the second shliach because he was appointed in front of Bezdin? So Amrlei told him, this is not a question you should be asking. Make ton from the fact that the Mishnah says Ena shliach that the last shliach doesn't have to say shliach. That implies that the second shliach is allowed to make another shliach because it doesn't say that Ena shliach hasheni. It says Ena shliach achroin. Mashma that there's multiple shluchim over here. What question should you be asking? When the second shliach appoints another one, the bezdin does he have to appoint him in bezdin? Or is he allowed to appoint him even not in bezdin? Because the second shliach doesn't need to say when he gives the get over. So maybe he could appoint another shliach in his stead, not in front of Bezdin. So Amrulay, the Chum, responded to him, Ha, let me bailan. That's actually not something that's bothering us. Make tani from the fact that the Mishnah says, Ela oimer shliach bezdani, that the last shliach says, I'm a shliach bezdin, that tells us that all subsequent shluchim have to be appointed in Bezdin. And that's why the last guy says, I'm a shliach bezdin. Rav Nachmar Yitzchak Masni Hachi, Rav Nachmar Yitzchak taught that this conversation was as follows. Amrulay Rabbanu Lavimi Breed Ravo, the Rabbanu told Lavimi, the son of Rabbavo, Vaymi name Rabbavo, ask the following question of Rabbavo, please for us. Shliach to shliach. The shliach of this new shliach, Kimashri shliach, when he's being appointed a shliach, Bebezdin, or Shalai Bebezdin, does he have to be appointed in Bezdin or not in Bezdin? Amr Lahu, and then Avimi respond to them, Betibayilchu, you should really ask the following question, Imashri shliach ba'alma, if he's even allowed to appoint a shliach in the first place, or the second shliach has to be the final shliach. Amr Lahu, they told him, that's actually not something that's bothering us. They're not, because the mission says very clearly, the last shliach doesn't have to say, that's mashma, the shliach, mashri shliach, that this new shliach is allowed to appoint another shliach. Because again, we didn't say this lashon of Ein HaShliach HaSheni, we said Ein HaShliach HaAchroin. Mashma that there's multiple shluchim here. But what's our question? Do all subsequent shulchim have to be appointed in Bezdin or not? So Amalehu Avimi told them, There's also shouldn't be something that's a question. Because the Mishnah says, That this last shliach, all he has to do is say that I am a shliach Bezdin. Mashma that he was appointed in Bezdin. Now Merabba Rabba tells us, If someone's a shliach to bring get in Eretz Yisrael, he could appoint as many shluchim as he wants. Meaning Reuven could appoint Shimon, who appoints Levi and Yehuda, so on and so forth. That's because they don't have to say before Nechtam. Now, Amr Vashi Vashi says, in Mace Rishon, Batul Kulon, if the first one dies, 
all of them are batal. That's because the reason why they're able to be shluchim is coming mikayach, the first shliach. And now that the first shliach died, so none of them have kayach anymore. Now where Mabra Ravashi, Mabra Ravashi says, This halacha that was just quoted from my father was said in his youth, which means it's mistaken. And why is that? Because ilu meis bal. Let's say the husband died. Would there be anything to this get? Obviously not. The get can't be given after the husband died. So therefore, all these shluchim, who are they coming mikayach? Where's their power to be a shliach coming from? Mikayach the baal ka'asu. They're coming from the husband. If the husband is still alive, then we say that the shluchim have power to give the get over. If the husband's not alive, so then they do not have the kayach to give the get over. So they're not getting their kayach from the first shliach. They're all getting their kayach from the husband, which means when the first shliach, Ruvain, hands it over to Shimon and he passes that shlichos off to Shimon. So the reason why Shimon is able to give the get over is not because of Ruvain, but it's because of the husband. And a story of who gathered was a fellow to Shadullah Gitul of the Bitsu, he sent to get to his wife with the shliach. Amr Shliach, the shliach said, I don't know who your wife is, so how am I supposed to give it to her? Amr Lay, so the husband said, Give it to Abba Bar He knows who my wife is, and he'll go and give it to her. Asa, so this fellow came, but he didn't find Abba Bar And instead, Ashkel Rabavov, Rabchanin Rabavov, he found all three of these G'daylim, they were sitting, and Rav Safra was sitting near them. Amrulay, so they told him, speak your words in front of us, meaning, say, in front of us, and when Abba comes, we're going to give him this get, and then he's going to go and give it to the wife. Now Amrulay, Rav Safra, Rav Safra told him, this fellow is a shliach who's not able to divorce. He wasn't sent to divorce the wife, he was sent to give the get to Abba So he can't hand the get over to them and say, he's not affecting a Gershon at all. So this whole suggestion of yours wouldn't work, says Rav Safra. So Gemara tells us, they got embarrassed. It seems like they were trumped. And Amar Rava, Rava commented on this, Rav Safra was Mekapeach, these three Rabbanon, they got smicha. And literally, the Lashon Mekapeach means to cut off a person's legs. In other words, Rav Safra said a really strong Svara, but then knocked down their Psak. But now Amar Vashi, Vashi said, How did he cut their Svara down? Did the husband say, only Abraham and Yumi is allowed to give it to my wife and not you. The only reason why the husband said give it to Abraham and Yumi is because the fellow said I simply don't know who she is. But let's say the fellow realized, oh, of course I know who your wife is. So of course the husband would say, fine, so you give it to my wife. So we don't consider him like a shliach shaloynitin like he's not able to divorce with it. And therefore, if Safra actually did not knock away this suggestion. However, Ikeda Amri, some say it was the other way around. Amar Rav, the Rav commented, Kabchin Rav Safra letlas Rabbanon smuchi betuusa. Rav Safra knocked down these three Rabbanon that had smicha by mistake. Meaning it was Rav that was saying that Rav Safra's Svara really wasn't valid. And then Amr Vashi, Vashi said, My to Uso, what's the mistake? Maika Amr Lay, what's the husband telling this person? According to this version, the husband was telling the Shliach, I want Abba Brahminumi to deliver the get and not you. And therefore, this fellow is not able to hand over the get to these three Chachamim who are then going to subsequently give it to Abba Brahminumi. Another story, there was a fellow that sent the get to his wife. He told the Shliach, Don't give it to her before 30 days is up. It is and Oynes happened to the shliach within 30 days that would prevent him from giving it after 30 days. I don't know, maybe he was going to be going on a business trip or he was drafted to the army, but something that was going to prevent him from giving it at the end of 30 days. Asla came to Rava, so he came to Rava and he wanted to appoint another shliach to give the get after 30 days. Amar Rava, Rava said, Chala, time am I. Why is it when a shliach gets sick, he's allowed to appoint another shliach? Mishim Da'anus, because he's an Oynes. It's circumstances beyond his control that are preventing him from bringing the get, so he's allowed to appoint another shliach. Hainami, Anusu, this fellow also is an Oynes, and therefore he 
he's allowed to appoint a shliach to give the get after 30 days is up. So Amalei Rava told him, Masar milach kamiti dan, say over your words in front of us, meaning say b'fayinach l'fayinach them in front of us, after 30 days, we're going to appoint a shliach, and he's going to give the get to this fellow's wife. Now Amalei Rabbanu Rava, the Rabbanu told Rava, how is that possible? This is a shliach that's not given to divorce. Right now, it's still within the 30-day time period, and the husband said that you're only allowed to give it after 30 days. So within 30 days, considered that it's not nitin legerishin. So how is he able to appoint another shliach? Amalhu, so Rava told them, since after 30 days, he's able to divorce her, he's considered like a shliach shenitan legerishin, and therefore he's allowed to appoint a shliach even within the 30 days. Ask the Gemara, hold on, maybe we should be chashish that within that 30-day time period, the husband was Mephias, his wife, meaning they got back together again, and then it would be considered a get yashon, and this get would be puzzled to use anyway. Don't we have a mission that says, if the husband said, here's your get, that's chal, from now, if I don't come back at the end of 12 months. And he dies within the 12 months, I raise a get, it's considered a valid get. Why? Because he didn't come back after 12 months. Dying is the best form of not coming back. And Ravina we ask on that Mishnah, we should be chashish that maybe the husband was Mephias' wife, and that within that 12 months, he got back together again with her, and it's a get yashon, and it's not allowed to be used. Rabbi Rafuna explained, This is my father said in the name of Rav, we're talking about a scenario where the husband said, She's believed to say that I never came. Meaning, when the husband handed the get over to the shliach and said, If I don't come back at the end of 12 months, she's divorced, he also added in the stipulation that she's believed to say that I did not reconcile with her. And even if I claim I reconciled with her and the get's not valid, don't believe me, believe her. So we see from this very last line that the only reason why we're not going to be chayshish that maybe the husband was Mephias her and lived with her after the get was handed to the shliach is because of the stipulation the husband made. But if the husband didn't make the stipulation that Nemena Salai Eloim or Shlai so he would have this chashash that maybe the husband was Mephias' woman. Question on Rava, why would he say that this gets a valid get? We have to be chayshish that maybe the husband was Mephias' wife with in the 30 days. So the Gemara says, Ixif. he was embarrassed and he didn't have an answer. Then the Gemara tells us, at the end it was revealed that Arusa Havai, this woman who's going to be receiving the get after 30 days was only in Arusa, she wasn't in Asua. And therefore there's no chashash that maybe the husband was Mephias the wife. The reason we have to be chashash that a husband might be Mephias the wife is because he already lived with her and he's already close to her, so he wants to get back together with her. But in the case of Arisin, where the husband and wife never lived together, there's no chashash that maybe he was Mephias her. And Amrav Rav commented on that, if they said they were chashash for Pias by an Asua, by a married woman, Yomer Barusa, are they going to say they were chayshish by an Arusa? And as we had just explained, there's no reason to be chayshish that a husband was Mephias' wife if we're talking about only after Arison, because once again, they never lived together by Arison, so there's no reason for him to be Mephias her. And Amarava, Rava commented, Havadeh Kamibayalon, if you have a question about giving this get over, this is definitely a question. When Bezin appoints another shliach, because this shliach right now is not going to be able to give it after 30 days, do they have to appoint this new shliach in front of the old one, or are they able to appoint this new shliach even not in front of the old shliach. But then Hadar Pashta, he answered the question, of whether or not the shliach is there, the Bezin is able to appoint a new shliach to give the get over after 30 days. And something to corroborate this, Shalchumitam, they sent a message from Eretz Yisrael, whether or not the old shliach is there, Bezin has the ability to appoint a new shliach to bring this get after 30 days. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with talking about another Gitin case. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.